Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is called to more. This Lent, find guidance and hope in the example of Christ as we are led toward the ultimate hope of the resurrection. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. A reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 27 to chapter 13, verse 3. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then deeds of power, then gifts of healing, forms of assistance, forms of leadership, various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? But strive for the greater gifts, and I will show you still a more excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body, so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Here ends the reading. My dad is a physician, and I grew up with all his old medical books in the house. I used to marvel at some of the anatomy books. The body is such an amazing thing. Paul says in this passage today that you are the body of Christ. Christ is no longer in the body on earth as such, but is in the church. The church is to be the body, the hands and feet of Jesus. The church is to have unity as a body. If we are to carry out Christ's mission, we are to be unified. Every part needs to be healthy. Here and elsewhere where Paul talks about the church, it's clear that we need each other. He believes that All members of the church are needed. We need each other and we need to engage each other. We're meant to be a healthy body. To be honest, I I don't know if Pajama Church will do that, but I know coming here will. Implicit in the imagery of the body is that we need to respect one another. All the body parts are important. Earlier this week, I had one friend who could hardly function because of contact had scratched her eye, and another who could barely walk because of a back flare-up. They were both in misery. Every body part is important, and so too the metaphorical body of the church. We are all of equal dignity and importance. Paul mentions lots of different body parts, so to speak. Apostles, prophets, teachers, those with gifts of healing, leadership, tongues, miracles, etc. All are amazing and all are to be valued. All are important. Paul then pivots to say these are all great, but there's even a greater thing, a greater gift in all of these, love. This is the prelude of the great love chapter that we hear so often at weddings. Paul wants the Corinthians to know 
that what binds up the body is love. Love is the only thing that can bind the church into perfect unity. We cannot say too much about love. Indeed, Scripture speaks of it often. And in 1 John, it says that God is love. It's been said by one group of theologians that God's very being is love. And by sending His only Son and the Spirit of love, in the fullness of time, God has revealed His innermost secret, that God Himself is an eternal exchange of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And He's destined us to share in that exchange. Our whole Christian journey is deeper into that perfect love. We are to understand that we are the beloved and to grow in that love, to seek to share that love in the world and to be known by love. Paul says that love is greater than anything and it will pull us towards unity. It will change us. If we let God's love into us, it will absolutely change us. If we let God's love reign in the church, it'll do the work of Christ and have unity in doing it. Two weeks from today is Good Friday. And as we speak of God's love and think about what's coming, it reminds me of a story that I read. It was told or retold by the biblical scholar and Anglican bishop N.T. Wright. The story is about an archbishop who was hearing confessions, and he heard three hardened teenagers in the church come and do confessions. All three boys were trying to make it a joke. So they met with the archbishop and they confessed to a long list of ridiculous sins that they had not committed. It was all a joke. The archbishop, seeing through their bad practical joke, played along with the first two who ran out of the church laughing. But when he listened carefully to the third prankster, and before he got away, he told the young man, okay, you have confessed these sins. Now I want you to do something to show repentance. I want you to walk up to the far end of the church and I want you to look at the picture of Jesus hanging on the cross. And I want you to look at his face and say, you did all that for me and I don't care that much. And I want you to do that three times. And so the boy went up to the front. He looked at the picture of Jesus and said, you did all that for me and I don't care that much. And then he said it again. But then he couldn't say it the third time because he broke down in tears. The archbishop telling the story said, The reason I know that story is that I was the young man. There is something about the cross. And when we're grasped by it, somehow we have a sense that what is grasping us is the love of God. Love is everything. We are called to unity to one body. We have many gifts, and sometimes if we focus on that, it can pull us away from unity. But the unity of the body is maintained by the greatest gift, love. The more we can be about love, the more we will be unified and do the kingdom work we're called to do. We're called to do more, to be more. Let us love more. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you That you love us and you call us on a journey. You know each of us by name. You've given us various gifts. You've called us to be a body, a family that's known for love. Lord, help us to do our part, to always be open 
to receiving your love and sharing it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Gracious Father, whose blessed Son, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven to be the true bread which gives life to the world, evermore give us this bread, that he may live in us and we in him, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.